just a pre-show announcement. Um, go to blacknerdradio at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of Marcel and I. Um, have any questions? Um, I don't know. Present a topic you might want us to talk about. Any of that. Anything. Uh blacknerdradio at gmail.com also we have merch we have like sweaters, t-shirts coffee mugs um oh, stretch pants um we got a lot of shit (laughs) so if you go to blacknerdradio.com it'll go it'll send you right to this uh, our merch, our store merch store you know, the holidays are coming up. Wouldn't you look great in a Black Nerd Radio t-shirt or sweatshirt or pants or phone cover or mug? It doesn't matter. Just check it out. Also, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, that's it. This is the worst ad I've ever done, but it's the best I can do for ads, so... Go to blacknerdradio at gmail.com to uh, get a hold of us or go to blacknerdradio.com for merch. Either way, we'd be glad to see you. Um, on with the show. So how you doing on the uh, on the recount and the uh, non-concession and the uh, fraud and and blah blah blah? Is that uh, making you happy? It is insane. It I is. Ne- fun. Yep, it, I never it, thought it I'd is... see this, man. Never thought I'd see this. The last time something like this happened, and not like to this of the obviously to this extent, was in the uh, I I think they said eighteen forties. Yeah, something like that, where the House had to decide the winner of the presidency. Yeah, yeah, well, something like that. I, it was in the, it was in the early eighteen hundreds. I know yeah. that much. I know. I, I I saw the read a couple articles on that, and it didn't have anything to do with somebody not concede. I think it had something to do with the voting. Yeah, uh, something went wrong with the voting or something like that, and then the House had to. It went through all the chains, and then eventually the, it had to get to the House, and they had to pretty much vote on it. And, right. and I'm like, well, that's not happening now because Trump is just like, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> now, I won. I won. He's, <laughs> he's going to fight this, but he has to prove voter fraud in something like four states. And it has to be a large margin. Yeah. And we already know in the last 
uh, I looked it up, and I, you know, I always do this. I look it up, then I don't, then I somehow don't keep it, and then when I need to re- reference it, it's not in front of me. Mm-hmm. But I know it's thirty something like. Three thousand uh, voter fraud cases in fifty something years. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, with like a point zero 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 so that, zero yeah, seven. So that, yeah, so that's less than one percent. And so absolutely, it, and it's so funny. The right always talks about voter fraud when they lose. Of course they do. It's only when they lose. Yeah. Of course. Or or if their opposition is very popular, like when Clinton came, because when Clinton was on, uh, before he he put his hat in for president, but no one has seen a president like him before, and he was wildly popular. He was, they, 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 uh, they, they said he was akin to JFK at his peak. He was. He won the South. He was, yeah. when he won Georgia, Alabama, I mean, he was a yeah, his his Everybody victory was him. his victory is like probably the last, at least in our lifetime, in you and I's lifetime, we saw like a presidential landslide. Even Obama, who won by a large margin, it wasn't considered a landslide. Clinton's no. was considered a landslide. Yeah, he he put the put the beat down on HW. I mean, he just he just pimp slapped him all over the place when he took his job. Yeah, you know, and uh, so the whole point of me bringing it up was. Um, well, it's the voter fraud. Oh yeah, the voter fraud. So, so it is less than one percent. So, unless they have like a, an opponent like that, then they are talking about voter fraud. And and it's so funny every time there's like uh, an official accused of doing something weird with votes, it's always the right. Yeah, always. Is, so he's not gonna. He, so he's gonna fight this mm-hmm. to try and muscle his way back in, but. No one wants this. Even Fox News doesn't want this. And no. uh and he's not going to it's not gonna it's not gonna work. I mean he he can you know there's already already two two judges already threw out saying well, we're not even doing not even entertaining this and and so he's because he's done already like three hundred different lawsuits. So he's gonna have his he's gonna spend his last seventy days fighting this. Yep. And then he and you know if he won't, I hope he doesn't concede. I hope he has a good drug out. I just you've already you already lost the election. Let's lose your dignity too. Well, I told you I read an article. I wish I and a lot of I'm sure people on Facebook read it but didn't believe it. Yeah, I I, I was like this can't be. Real. No, it is real. They said that he somebody in, close to him said that he will lock himself in the room and not leave because he does not believe that he lost. I'm telling you, they're gonna drag him out. They are literally going to drag him out. And I, I just, I hope that happens. But part of me hopes it doesn't happen because these these crazy white folks who are his base might think they're assaulting the man and stealing his presidency. And then we'll have a minor five-minute civil war. Because if you think Joe Biden is going to allow these cats to come up to the White House with guns and shooting, you got your damn mind. They will, yeah. they will put those guys six feet under so quick It'll be it'll be over like that. It'll just be over so quick. I mean, these these militiamen don't understand what they're dealing with when they talk about you know we got to defend ourselves and they got bombs, dude. Okay, they have talk bombs, about, man. You can't. Let's win. talk about let's talk about militias for a second. Uh, I think people forget the whole point of a militia 
was so the state can defend itself against the government had the government starts tripping. Right. I mean, it, I, I believe that's the way it was written to him. <laughs> but um, uh, so it has to be a state sanctioned. None of these militias are state sanctioned. No. None of them. And they're not re- so well regulated. Forget, yeah. Yeah. People kind of forget what a militia is supposed to be. Yep. I mean, they'll, 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 it, that, that's just a mob. That's just a mob. Mm-hmm. They're not. A, they're not a militia. Uh, exactly, and they and they and they honestly think that this is the 1900s where they would actually have a shot against yeah. against taking the United States. It's like, dude, you don't have a chance anymore. You, you you just don't. If the government wanted to hunt you down, they'd get you all in probably six months, and you'd all be dead. Mm-hmm. You know the army. And then they send out the Marines. They send out the, you know, uh, 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 you know, the, the the Air Force dropping bombs on you guys. It's over, and we're not going to have another civil war. I guarantee you that. There are not there are not enough of them. And plus, it's funny. Yeah, they they're talking about that. Like, oh, if Trump doesn't please. win, there's going to be a civil war. There's not enough of them. Not they don't them. even if it was, even if it was three times what they have. The, you're going up against a government, the most powerful Good. military in the world. They have tech that just can d- detect how many people are in the house by the heat signatures mm-hmm. and just blow up the house. Yep, you're all dead. It's all over. <laughs> so how are you fighting that? They don't. They stockpile all these guns and ammo. I'm like, for what? You don't have, like you said, the tech to even. There was and. and, and I do this more than I should, but I remember watching this episode of The Next Generation where it, it actually is parallel to the situation where I won't, you know, I won't go into too much in detail, but Data had to convince these people on this planet to leave because somebody else had claimed the planet and they wouldn't leave. They said they'd fight to their last man, they'd fight with their last gun and everything. And then he took one phaser and he blew up their water and he blew up a house with it. And he said, this is just one person with one phaser. They have ships that will destroy you from, from space. And you won't even see the face of your killers. That's what will happen to them. They won't even see the face of their killers. Exactly. And that's why I brought it up, because it's a parallel. They won't see who's killing them. They think it'll be man-to-man in the trees, and, and they'll be hiding, setting up Rambo-like traps. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to be like Rambo. No, it's not. I promise. It's going to be close to Rambo. It's going to be just what happened. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be like a really quick version of of uh, our war with Iraq now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a slaughter. It's, it is, and also you got to ask yourself: out of the sixty-two million, or let's see, seventy million votes he got this year, um, how many of those people are willing to die for him? I'd probably say half 10%. a million. Yeah, probably half a million of them. Maybe a million yeah. of them, if if that many. Now, how many of those people are actually willing to die for him? You see the difference? It's one thing uh-huh. to say I'll die for him, but actually pick up the gun and go die for him. I'll probably, probably, I'd say probably 10% of that. So 50,000 people. Are willing to lay their lives down for this for this con man? That's not a war. That's that's not even a skirmish. That's like a that's like a lunchtime activity for the army. You know, yeah. that's a lunchtime it's, it's, activity for the military. It's, it's over. It's not even it's not even worth talking about a civil war. You guys are idiots. 
You know, yeah. you guys are it, morons. It's, it's 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 just a nice. It's just you know, it's just clickbaity. It's just that's what it is. It gets attention. It's just it's so it's yeah. It's not even worth an argument. No, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And and the the best part of all this is all the all I got a couple Trump fans you know on my friends list, and they've all been silent. All every mm-hmm. last one of them. No articles. No 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 nothing. Because I, I have, I'm willing to bet they, even they're embarrassed about what this man's doing. My favorite it was one of uh, one of my Facebook friends that is a Trump supporter. He put on a video and he's talking about how Trump's a street dude, which I thought was hilarious. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's like he's a street dude. He's not going to. Let's uh, not going to take this sitting down. And that's 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 correct. Trump will fight this because he he's like a giant child and he, he just can't accept defeat. Mm-hmm. But um, so he will. He's right about that. But there's nothing street about Trump. There's nothing like hard about Trump. He's not. He's none of those things. Yeah. And and. But what I um uh, another uh, but all of my friends that were Trump supporters or Trump uh, apologists, uh, none of them. It was just radio silence. Yep. Yeah. One guy. One guy uh, who I never talked to, and and I just blocked him. I I I, I posted something on Facebook about um, I you know it showed like the outcome, and I just. Just basically saying, I fucking hate him. I'm glad he's leaving. Good riddance. And you know, uh, he po- he posted, uh, "You're very uh, what hateful people like you is what we don't need." And I was like, "Oh, shut up!" And I just went, wow. I did, that's, that's, all, that's, that's all I said was shut up. And then I just blocked him and just unfollowed him. And you know, I was just like, "Fuck you." He <laughs> he said, "Hateful people like you." Did he not? Was he sleep the last four years? No shit. Uh, just uh, that's why it's like it, it was like uh, that's not even worth an argument. No, this is so it's such it's shut up. It, it's like it's like when I <laughs> this guy put a supercut of of Fox News. Um, I believe it was the midterms talking about how the Democrats were trying to cheat, how they're bad losers, how when they lose they want voter recounts, and I'm like, wait a minute, is this yeah. a, is this them talking now? Or Hell. or two years ago because it but it fits perfectly with either either thing because they are pissed. It's like who's the worst loser? You guys mm-hmm. are because look at what you're doing. You were willing to split this country over a man who honestly and truly is incapable of caring about anyone but himself. Yeah, he doesn't care about you. He can't care about you, which is what I tell. It's like he he can't. He is incapable of it. His brain is wired that way. Trump would push Melania down to get out of a burning building. Do you understand that? He would leave <laughs> Baron in the. He would if he had to. He would lock Baron in a room so he could get out and live. His fifteen yeah. year old. That's the kind of man he is. And people don't go get that. He's not a wartime president. You saw what happened at the debates with Hillary Clinton when that loud sound went out. Trump was running around. Trump was like, get me out of here. And Hillary just stood there like, well, when they pull me, I'll go. But I don't see nothing to run from yet. Trump was already off the stage. The man is all about self-preservation. This isn't about the country. This is about him winning. Yep. And they don't get it. It's always about him. 
But here's here's some of the numbers, which is kind of kind of crazy. So last election, only thirty two percent of white men voted for Trump. This really the last election, thirty two percent. Uh huh. Of course, this this election, fifty eight white women, thirty three, up to thirty or fifty five. I'm sorry, fifty to fifty five in this election. 2020. 55% of white women voted for Trump. Wow. And this is another here, and here's you know proof that we are not a monolith, folks. A black men that voted for Trump, 5%. Uh 18% voted for Trump this year. I can tell you why. I've all I've been talking, I've been my dad and I talked about this, and I've talked about it with when I was working with a few other people. Well, I think it's two. I think it's just two camps: some who financially benefit from it, and the other, uh, just you know, black dudes that have drank the Kool Aid and want what you know, hate self-hating blacks. It, it's not even that. It's it's immigration. Black folks. It's immigration. It's God, and it's um. Well, yeah, because most older black Homos- people hom- are, homophobia. That's the, those are the three: immigration, yeah, and they're very. Yeah. And they're very conservative. Yes, exactly. And my dad reminded me about how conservative black folks are in the South. It's like, you don't understand. You've never lived there. They're not like black folks in LA and New York, you know, who are free to do what they want to do. <laughs> yeah, bas- yeah, basically. He said a lot of them sometimes still forget that, you know, they can slap a white man in the face if they have to, you know, and not get hung at night. So, mm-hmm. you know, they follow that line of, you know, of conservatism. You know, they don't want to stand out too much. And they hate immigrants because they truly believe that immigrants are taking some of the jobs that they could have. You know, they, they, they also believe the Democrats are godless people. And, you know, black folks are deep into God. They also believe, um, God, what was that last one? Oh, my brain's not working too well. Uh, uh, God, immigration and homosexual. There, that's it. Um, oh yeah, homophobia. Well, they, well, Black folks are well, so homophobic. Oh my god, we are the worst yeah. of the worst when it comes to homophobia. And black, well, and that's I'd why say, I, I'd say it's black and Hispanic. Yeah, both oh, yeah. both culture both cultures very very homophobic. In fact, I remember back in the early aughts when California was going to be one of the first states to allow you know same sex marriage. Uh, it was blocked, successfully blocked its first go round from because Jehovah Witnesses and Mormons went into the black communities to say, hey, they're trying to make, yep. you know, they, they align themselves with with uh, older black folks and they all voted against Yep, it. and that's what I'm saying. And that's why it doesn't surprise me. They're not necessarily voting for Trump. They're voting against those thi- or for those things, you know, and right. it doesn't shock me. But here's the question. Remember when I told you that I think black people are more than 13% of the nation? Remember when I said that? If if Mm -hmm. all those numbers of white folks and that number of black folks weren't able to push Trump over, how the fuck did he lose then? We are more than uh, that percentage, I believe. I know we are. Because these, like I said, these niggas don't fill out the census form. I think we're 25 to probably 28% of the population. I really believe that we are way over thirteen percent. We gotta be. I don't know. We gotta be. We gotta be. There are pockets of black folks that are millions deep. You know, okay. How many black folks you think in Compton filled out the census? 
Long Beach, yeah, I don't Jersey, know. <laughs> Philadelphia, yeah, <laughs> Atlanta. How many of them do you think actually just went? Oh, I don't care what this shit and threw it away. That's why <laughs> yeah, I think. That's I why I think we're we're probably twenty five percent of the country. And if that, and if if those people voted, and then the rest of those white folks voted, and then you got the Hispanics who are obviously you know they're just flying up the ranks because they 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 have a lot of babies. And they're flying, they they're no- flying up the ranks. And then I gotta wonder because of the kung flu, how many Asians turned on Donald Trump? You mm-hmm. know, he wasn't thinking about that when he was making fun of it. You know. Well, here we go. So let me finish. Ah, go ahead. Here. Sorry. Uh, black women, seven percent, mm-hmm. uh, up to eight percent. Latino men, six percent, which I thought was a lot more than that. Uh, went up to thirty-six percent. And that's mostly Florida and Cuba. Of course it is. And, yeah. And because the Cubans and the Cubans are staunch. Uh, they're very staunch Catholics. It's the same reason we just said for the black, old, older black folks. Same thing. Um, Latino women, uh, 8% last election, 28% this election. And here's the thing that I thought was kind of shitty about this list. It says all other races. Yeah. Like fuck, fuck everyone else. Asians, Asians, uh, small wins, Indians. Ah, who cares about them? Yeah, fuck you guys. Thirty-seven percent up from nine percent. But now, the people, those same numbers for uh, Biden. You know, eighty percent for black men, ninety-one percent for black women. Black women, black women particularly, are the reason Biden. I know. They are they uh, once again black women bailing their asses yeah, out. They don't. They trouble. don't. Yeah, exactly. They don't play. <laughs> they don't play, man. They know what's at stake more than I think a lot of these black men do. They understand, man, yeah. that he can't run again. He can't win again. He can't. You know. Yeah. Some of these brothers, like, well, I don't want to be. What, what did Fifty Cent say? I don't want to be twenty five. Twenty five cent or twenty cent. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> He's, and you know what? I, I'm still a fan of his stuff that has come out uh, over the years. But I, I think I'm done with, well, I'm definitely done with 50 Cent. But fuck Ice Cube, too. Yeah. How how dumb does he look yeah, now? Yeah, I know. I, he, I think he said that he was, uh, I think he said he was conned into doing it now. Well, I think so, that's what he said. Let me, I, let me look real quick. Then, then he really is as dumb as I thought he was. Yeah, because I think that's what he said uh, after uh, after 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 Trump lost. Uh, let's see, con platinum plan. Get the entire fuck out of here with that. Yeah, it, it's Ugh. it's ridiculous. And he says he responds to being a sellout. Is either completely MAGA, blah, 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 blah. Ah, it's not popping up. But keep going with the list. So how did Trump lose then if all those numbers of people voted for him? Besides black women and black men. I mean, white folks were down. White women were down. Well, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, every, I mean, it's the Electoral College. That's, that's because Biden won in all the major cities where people yes, are. Did. Trump Trump won in all the cities were the flyover states, you know, the God, guns, and country. Yeah. It's, it's obvious why 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 he lost because we there's more of us than they are yeah. them. And we a Democrat I don't think will ever win Florida as long as them Cubans are there. And I got a lot of things to say about Cubans from there because if you remember correctly, that's where the slave masters used to go to vacation. 
Cuba is not and never has been a place friendly to black folks. And this is very oh, yeah, no. this is Oh no, 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 no. Never, no, Cuba never been friendly to black and, and, folks. And, ever. Ever. And it not and not like uh Mexicans and the Cubans, they put themselves in a the class of their own. They don't even like to align themselves with you know Mexican Hispanics. It's almost yeah. like people from Spain will take great offense if you even yep. say that that they're at all you know related to Mexico or even yeah, they Cuba. might punch you in the mouth if you say if you call us a Cuban a Mexican you might get hit in the mouth and it's like wait a minute that's like call that's like trying to just dis- dis- you know discern between an Irish and a Scottishman it's like what well well there's there is there is that inner that 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 same race classism i mean it you know spain looks down on cuba and mexico cuba looks down on mexico and looks you know uh i had a i worked with a woman who was vietnamese Mm -hmm. and when i was a part-timer at ups she was really cool too she always brought us chris and i a guy i worked with uh, directly with uh because my first six years i was a pickoff uh before i do what i do now and uh i was just i mean i work for ups but i only really had to see and work with one other person and i worked with that guy the whole day and she was an auditor and we were just you know you 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 work with somebody you know six hours a day for years you just start talking yeah. about shit and she was vietnamese and she was telling me you know we were talking about classism to chris as chris is white she's vietnamese i'm black and uh, we we're just talking about race. And she's like, I don't know any race. Uh, the most racist people I know are, are Japanese. Yep. And I was like, I was like, explain. And she's like, well, this, this is the hierarchy. She goes, Japanese yep. is at the top. Chinese. Chinese is Chinese. Korean. Korean. Yep. I, I know this list. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And yeah. It goes Japanese, Chinese, mm-hmm. Korean. Um, um, oh, what was it? Um. It ain't the Philippines, Jack. No, 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 no. Dead. Oh, oh, and, and, oh, dirt. yeah, and 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 Vietnamese, yeah. and she's like, and only she's like, she's like, I'm near the bottom, but everyone can all agree, everyone can all get together to hate yep. Filipinos. She, it was like she's like, she was like, uh, she she was she broke it down too. She was like, she said Filipinos are like mm-hmm. blacks here. She's like, she said. um, Vietnamese or like Mexicans here and she just you know she said and she and then she went and she's like uh Chinese and Japanese and uh they're in Korean they kind of get lumped all the same as not bet not not as good as whites but better than blacks so they're like the number one spot of oppression in the U.S. and she's like that's the way it is here and I was like wow that was, this was really do good you, insight do but you, for, you know people forget that one of the the last line to fill the triangle of uh, uh, the axis of tri- the triangle of axis of evil, rather, was Japan. They fought yeah. with the Nazis. People forget that the Japanese—they're a whole different breed of people, Jack. I mean, they are just different. Now, the Chinese are just arrogant bastards. They really are. Now, I've known some Chinese; they're good people, but. Overall, if you ain't Chinese, you ain't. You nothing. know, you know what you're saying is incredibly. You know what you're saying is like incredibly problematic. It may be, right? but it, but honestly, to <laughs> honest to God, if you've been around and you and I went to Benson High School, and that is like a before that was before Madison became like the the Asian you know the field of Asians was Benson, 
And you had Chinese people, Japanese people, and all of them. I went to college with some Japanese people and, and some Chinese people. And I always talked to them about the hierarchy and what they thought of other races and other Asian races. And, th- and it was all the same. The Chinese are just arrogant. They believe that they are the, 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 the chosen ones. And that's why they don't fight. If you think about it, the Chinese only fight each other because they're trying to conquer each other. The Chinese don't fight nobody else. Mm-hmm. Japanese, however, they want to kill all of the all the Chinese because they want some of that land. And plus, they're not Japanese, which is part of the reason why I, right. I watched this, this story on Japan. Japan's dying out. Uh, and they said that in the next 20 years, there's going to be more older people in Japan than younger people in Japan. And, and here's wow. why. Because they don't like or allow them to breed outside of their race. They don't like that and they don't allow it. And they said that's they really, yeah, and really that's killing them right now. It's killing them because this generation in America too, young people aren't having kids at 20, 22 no more. They might not even have kids at 30, 40. Some of the men are like, I ain't having kids till I'm in my 50s. You know, because they can. Mm-hmm. And the Japanese kids are following that that line of thinking. And with them doing that, as few of them as they are, they might become extinct if they don't start broadening their horizons now. This is when uh, diversity might save your ass. You know, they don't, they don't like getting with black mm-hmm. folks. They don't like getting with white folks. They don't like none of that. And some people think they like when their kids marry white people. No, they don't. I talked to some Japanese people about it. They said, no, that's an American stereotype. We don't like that yet. <laughs> okay? We hate it when our daughters bury these nasty white dudes. They don't even pick the best white dudes. That Japanese man flipped out. He said, I am sick and tired of our women dating these fat, nasty, broke-ass, ugly white men. They figure a white man is better than any Asian dude. Hell, they wouldn't even date you, Marcel. And I'm sitting there looking at me like, well, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Come on, I, I get all, it. I get it, but I'm just—I was just fucking with him. I was like, "What's that supposed to be, little man?" He's like, "You know what I mean." All right, continue your rant. <laughs> he just—he continued his rant <laughs> like that. And then the Koreans—I knew a couple of Korean girls and a couple of Korean guys—and they hate the Japanese and Chinese because they think they're better than them. And they said, "But we all know we're better than the Filipinos," which is why Filipinos t- can relate more to black folks. If you really notice, they're the Asians that hang out with black people. They're the ages that like black people. They're the ages that will marry black people. You look at the NBA, there's four, there's yeah. two or three uh, Asian uh, Filipino black guys in the NBA. They ain't no black, yeah. ch- there's one, well, see, that's not true. There's one black Japanese guy, and he said he, he hadn't seen his family in years, except for his mother. His family disowned him. I'm like, what a shock. Um, and then you got the Vietnamese, they're kind of in the middle with everything. You know, they 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 hate Filipinos, but they don't necessarily hate black people, but they don't like black people. You know what I mean? It's it's a, it's a weird thing with them. You know, cuz when I was at Benson, yeah. they didn't have any problems dating, but they just didn't like it. They wanted to date the white guys, which is an Asian back then was an Asian well, thing, like a fetish, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's like um everyone that's not then right. is lesser but the top of the lesser pile exactly. is white it's just exactly. no I agree wow. I'm agreeing that's exactly what it is and your friend was right Filipinos are shit you know Manny Pacquiao no matter how many championships he's winning boxing he's still a piece of shit 
well, come on. You mean people you know? look like you say like, like no, 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 no. I'm saying that in the context of the conversation we're having, not as a personal opinion. Because I, I, I like Manny Pacquiao, you know, but as a person in the context of the conversation, it doesn't matter what Manny Pacquiao does to, for the Chinese people. He's still a piece of crap. He's still a Hell poor, yeah, yeah. dirty, nasty piece of shit. They don't care, <laughs> you know. I mean, they just don't. Did you see what they did to those black folks in, in, in China when the virus hit? Yeah, they act like yeah. Even though it's from your punk ass eat bats, okay? That's where it came from. Yeah. You bat soup. Bat <laughs> yeah, soup. eating them damn yeah. bats in the Wuhan province. My cousin uh, Heather spent uh, two years in Japan. Uh, sorry, China. But if you've ever met my cousin Heather, which I think you did, but you probably wouldn't remember it, she is. Yeah, I think at the wedding, maybe super light. I mean, if she didn't tell you she was black, you wouldn't know. And so she survived over there because, well, she looks the way she looks, <laughs> and nobody questioned her. So they would never have done that to her because they thought probably thought she was just a normal white girl. Well, I remember uh, my friend Brandon went to uh, he went to Japan for a summer and he's like man you you would clean up it's almost like you know if you're like an attractive black person there uh they look you're like a yeah Yeah. you're almost like Uh a pet to them they love you at least that's the way he explained it to me he was like oh man we you clean up that's because uh you still there that's what i thought i thought i heard it click uh, you cut out. I got a phone call while we're recording. Okay, that's what happened. Okay, because I thought I heard a click. Yeah. Uh, no, and that's what Rampage Jackson said. You know, he said, "I'm in. Whenever I go to Japan, I am never alone." <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, my 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 whole my time is filled up, Jack." And also, Japan is also a culture that they assimilate other people's cultures. They're kind of like the Borg in a lot of ways. Gotta hate using Star Trek metaphors, but. They they absorb other people's cultures. Like there's a particular part of Japan. Uh, sorry about that. Eloise called, <laughs> so uh, what, and it just kicked us out. Is she all good? Oh yeah, yeah. She's just you know at between class thing, uh, kind of you know thing. Um, and let me shift gears since we uh for I'm gonna edit this together, but uh, sorry folks, we uh, got cut off for a second there. Um. We were talking, we went in deep about race, but I want to... <laughs> Well, what I was saying before we got cut off, I really want to get that out there, is that sure. the, the Japanese are a um, are truly like a, how did Bruce Lee put it? Um, they're like they're like water, you know. They they absorb other, you know, they fit other cultures, you know, that are the bowl. That's the bowl. Like there's a part of Japan where there's a great story where the kids wear cornrows. The dudes sag their pants. They say nigga to each other. They only listen to hip hop and rap. They're mm-hmm. basically black folks. And then on the other side, you got Japanese who wear the Iron Cross and are fucking Nazis for the most yeah. part. It's like some of them just don't have an identity. But in the end, fuck all y'all. I'm Japanese. <laughs> you're like, you're like, Wait, what? Your, your name is, you, you like a rapper, but. Wait, what's happening here? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You know, I, I, I love Asian culture. They're just they're, they're they're so fascinatingly odd to me sometimes. It just blows my mind. Now, 
Whatever okay, you want to do okay. next, we can do. All right. Well, before one thing, uh, when you brought up your cousin Heather, I looked mm-hmm. her up. Yeah, she doesn't look. She doesn't look white. She looks. If I didn't know, I mean, I can tell because I'm black and I can see little features. Yep. And I know who she is, so I right. know she's. But I would, you know, if she could, if you, if she said she was Italian, yeah. or Sicilian, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I believe that. Or even Jewish, she could say I'm half Jewish, and no one would doubt her. No, no, no not one. at all, hmm. not at all. And that's why I think she had such a good time in, um, in China for those two years, and no one bothered her. It's because look at her. Yeah, you know? and she, and you know, your cousin is pretty attractive, to be honest. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I know it's your cousin. You don't make. You can't make. Yeah, I was gonna say. I I don't understand how you guys share the same genes because you're ugly as fuck. Wow. (laughs) Well, well, well. The funny thing is, you know what that says about about you, right? Don't say it. There he is. I I kind of forgot about that. This dude's own (laughs) child for years couldn't tell us apart. His own flesh and blood thought I was his daddy. Her daddy. Dad? No, that's Marcel. Marcel? No, that's Dad. Damn it! <laughs> oh, so um, did you see Alex Trebek died? Yeah, I, I was like, good, great run, man. You know, I wonder if, if uh, Jeopardy's yeah, just he... going to be canceled or not. If they're just not going to well, do the show anymore. I don't read ahead, uh, but I, I was like, it's weird that all of our people we grew up with, because he's been around as long as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. As long as there's, as long as I was aware of, you know, game shows, he was just part of, you know, he was just part of. And then I mean, he was diagnosed with cancer. That was almost a decade ago. So he's been fighting colon cancer forever. Because mm-hmm. he's, you know, he, died, he he had a really good run though. He was eighty, made it to eighty. Yeah, he made it to eighty. Yeah, I was so, I was happy. I was like, you got to eighty, man. You're famous. Good run, bro. You know. Yeah, and he was just one of those people that no one has anything bad to say. Uh, you know, so he's really that's uh, you know, God, I'm gonna miss that guy. Yeah. But there was a uh, Jeopardy has uh, the you know fans of the show have a petition out that's calling for Lavar Burton to be the new host. Wow, reading Rainbow that would work. That would totally work. They're kind of the same. He's just if you think about it, he's kind of like uh, Trebek in the way that. Who do you know has anything bad to say about LeVar Burton? You know, I mean, he's just one of those guys that uh, everyone likes, just like Trebek. You know, it's funny. The only controversy I can ever recall with LeVar Burton was not, it's not necessarily a controversy. It was more of a sign of the times. Uh-huh. He tried to date uh, the dark-haired lady from, uh, tried to, he wanted to marry her, the dark-haired lady, uh, Joyce DeWitt from uh, Three's Company. Really? Yeah. Those two were an item? Yep. They were engaged, going to get married, and some big wig in Hollywood said, if you do, you're both out. And Whoa. they had to separate. And that's the only time I can remember any controversy, but that was a sign of the times, man. They were like, you're not marrying her. It's like, it's like the Rat Pack told Sammy Davis, he, I can't remember that white girl's name that he was going to marry. But Sammy Davis told him, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Frank Sinatra told Sammy, he's like, you're not going to marry that white girl, dude. Mm-hmm. That's just, you could be our buddy and hang out and make money, but you're not marrying her. I wish I could remember that white lady's name, too. But, uh, yeah, that's the only thing I can even think about LeVar Burton. It's like, everybody loves that little dude. 
Nobody yeah. dislikes LeVar Burton. He's so I, wow. Yeah, motherfucker. I, 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 I hate him now. I dislike LeVar Burton. I'm gonna start a <laughs> fuck LeVar Burton fan club because nobody <laughs> should be universally like, God damn it. Nobody. <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, there you go. Fuck you, Jordy LaForge. <laughs> Yeah, on principle. <laughs> God damn it. On principle. Yeah, on fucking principle. Feel, You're the worst. I feel better now. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> I feel better now. <laughs> oh, God. It's like when my mom, if my mom told me some lady didn't like her, I was like, oh, there is a God. Oh, now I believe in God. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because everybody likes you, and it's so nice to know someone doesn't. That means you're a human being. <laughs> it's so nice to know somebody don't like you. Oh, that's made my day. In the dark, in my darkest hour, I will use that to pull me out of the hole that I'm Good in. Grief. <laughs> she was like, you are... she said, why are you so dramatic? I was like, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. And it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> you are a chump. Oh, whatever. Well, that, honestly, that, that is all I really had for today. I just wanted to get that out. And, uh, um, well, I, one quick. It looks like The Rock is going to reboot Scorpion King. Why? But he's not going to. Looks like he's not going to play. He's not going to be in the movie. He's going to executive produce it. I'm like, oh, really? But no one's asking for a reboot of the Scorpion King, particularly if you're not in it. Why would you do that? Are, are, and they already had like a string of B, C level movies. It went to like six. Hell, Batista was in one of them. Mm-hmm. And Randy Couture was in another one. And I can't remember who the yeah. other ones were. And I'm like, no one cares. Or have you not noticed that? <laughs> Nobody cares about fucking Scorpion King. Find something else yeah. to do. But, but this is what he, you know, you know, he's one of them dudes, man, that just can't sit still, man. I, I bet, I'll bet you the coronavirus lockdown is killing him. I bet you each oh, I bet you, day, every I, day it's killing him, dude. Not to, I bet you he is so annoying in that house. Oh, he's got to be. It's, His wife is wife probably like, like, "You got to go, man. <laughs> go, 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 do something." Yeah, you know that's the funny thing about um, actors who are big and are gone all the time, comedians and athletes in season and before they. And I'm sorry, all, yeah, in season and 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 before they retire. Mm-hmm. They have better relationships with their wives and kids during those times than they do when they're home or retired. Yeah, yeah. They all that time you get to really know somebody. Right. I mean, could you imagine <laughs> if you're on the road doing comedy four to six months out of the year and you only see Heather and Eloise that time? You guys are gonna be fucking lovey dovey. You know, if you so, mm-hmm. I mean this before the you know all the all the other stuff that happened with Heather, but you know, you right. guys would be all lovey dovey and, and it would be fantastic. But the minute the coronavirus hit and your ass is home for six months, seven months straight, well, that's when the attitudes start kicking in. Why won't you pick this shit up? What are you talking about? The stores that you know, it's just little things. I remember Bill, yeah. I remember uh, Billy Gunn talked about that. He said once I pretty much retired from wrestling. He said, my wife and I didn't get along too well, you know, because she wasn't used to having me around. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gone 300 days out of the year. So I'm only home, what, 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 a couple of two months out of the whole year? She didn't really know my personality that much. So, you know, I get home and I'm home for months on end. And her fur words were, don't you have somewhere to go? 
<laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I'm retired now. Well, why, don't you, why don't you do an independent show? You know, just just you know, talk about somebody. Uh, you know, across the country, go do something. I'm tired of looking at you. And it, it happens with athletes too. A lot of them get divorced after they um, after they reti- after they retire. Look at Jordan. The minute he retired, divorced. Yeah, and it was just the instant he retired. He's like, I don't like you now, and I guarantee you, I won't like you when I see you more than two hours once a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there, yeah, there's that. So anyway, um, wait. Oh, what? Was Ryan what? Reynolds in Fast and the Furious? Um, Ryan Reynolds was in a Shaw and Hobbs and Shaw. I didn't know that. Was it a because it was it uncredited? No. Oh, it was uncredited. Uh, yeah, it was uncredited, but it was it, he was in like two scenes, the beginning and in the end. It was really funny. Some of the the actual funny thing because the movie tries to be an action comedy buddy cop uh, film. Oh, of course it did. And it, <sighs> and, you know, but um, he was he was the actual funny part of the movie. Well. He's the funny one. That guy's time. That guy's timing is impeccable. You know the thing is, he's great, and you, and I know this for a fact. He would fail as a stand-up comedian. He, oh yeah, there's a there's isn't difference between stand-up. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? You know too. You he would fail. I don't think he could be a stand-up. I really don't. But in the movies, really, he's hilarious. Well, you know, it's it's a different kind of setup. You have to be the way he his style of comedy. In stand-up form would would be grating after about ten minutes, you know. Yeah. You don't, yeah. And yeah, there's a definitely, you know, stand-up comedian and comedic actor are two totally different animals, right? Two totally different, you know. So yeah, I don't one wouldn't necessarily translate to the other because Ryan Reynolds, I think, is funny because of his natural, God-given voice and timing. I don't think he. Yeah. I don't think he even worked on. I think this is right. This guy you see in the movies is the guy that'd be sitting on your couch making fun of you. You know. I mean, I'm sure he is a funny person, and and if you watched his, because uh, he has a tequila out, mm-hmm. and YouTube his uh, tequila commercials, because he he does all the commercials. The guy is hilarious. He's, a, yeah. he's he seems like a, a a cool guy. That's what I mean. Yeah, and, and nat- naturally funny, kind of like Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's the same way for me. That guy is just like sometimes I'll laugh before he even gets to the punchline. He's just he's just funny. Well, that's what I mean. I just Ryan Reynolds is probably the dude that's always kept his friends laughing. And mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds could read an obituary and you chuckle. You know, he's that guy. And it's just uh, you know, funny thing that he happens to be six two, six three and good looking and in shape. Yeah, that's, you know. it's like you can't have everything, you dick. And then look, why do you have? Why do you get all? Of look it? at his look. Look <laughs> at his wife too. It's like, dude, yeah, fuck you. You know, that's what you'd want to say. Hey, Ryan, I love your shit, but fuck you, man. You have everything. I hate you. And then walk away. Oh, oh, yeah. His ex is Alanis Morissette, and uh, what's her name? Scarlett Johansson. She just married uh, David or no, uh, Jost, the the comedy writer yeah. on uh, SNL. Yeah. But yeah, even his ex, his exes are like Yeah, you believe that? Man, You're like, "Wait, that guy gets everything." You So you broke <laughs> yeah. up with Scarlett and managed to upgrade? I'm so impressed with you, man, and I hate you even yes. more. 
Fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. I know. That should, that should be our send-off on every show. All right, that's the end of the show. Looking, Fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. Good-looking talent, yeah. you piece of shit. Fact, that's going to be my exit. That's going to be my exit. Fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> well, I think we should do that now because I got to go to All bed. Right. So we will see you guys next week. Yeah. Um. Fuck you, Ryan Fuck Reynolds. Fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. Peace.